Welcome you guys and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of the Model SC podcast. Let's get into it. When I was 18 years old, I moved out of my mom's house, right? I moved in together with my boyfriend at the time. We weren't married yet and well, we had our first daughter, Brielle. She would have been about a year and a half. This was like about the time of the year was like around October. Um, we didn't get married until March the following year. And one of the things that really pushed us to get married, well, me, was the fact that, well, I'm LDS for you guys who don't know, was the fact that my brother, who is very close to me, was going on a mission for two years in Virginia. And there was absolutely no way that I was going to get married and not have my brother there. Like, that was not an option. So I distinctly remember it was, I think it was all years into New Year's when we were sitting and had the conversation and we literally just kind of decided that, you know what, we needed to get married. And my boyfriend at the time, he was really concerned, you know, about the finances and all of that and how we were going to make that possible in a three-month time frame. But we did make it happen. One of the things that was really difficult, I would say, when we first got together, um, I would, for me, I felt like I still had a lot to prove because remember at this time, I was just 18 years old, right? So I have a problem with feeling like I need to prove myself. I'm only now really growing out of that. And... I think because of how young I was, I felt like I needed to prove that I could keep my home under control. So I felt the need or or that it was just very necessary for me to be able to accomplish everything by myself. So almost every day I would cook because, you know, we really couldn't afford to be eaten out very often. Like I mentioned in the previous episode, I wasn't working for that much money. I mean, my husband had his job as well, but we were still like trying to grow and build and just develop ourselves as we just, you know, moved in together. So I would do cooking almost every day because my average with cooking was so bad that I could not really average properly to cook enough for two days. And then sometimes I would cook at night because I'm just really not a morning person. Like I cannot get up for four and five in the morning to cook and then leave home at six to sit in two hours of traffic to go down to work in Woodbrook. Like, well, in Port of Spain at the time, it just it just wasn't a possibility for me. So I would cook any night and I would just pack the food away and take it to work the next day. And sometimes we would eat from that food for dinner. Like, so I was always cooking so much food. There was a lot of laundry to do. We didn't have our own washer and dryer, but the apartment building that we were in had a washer and dryer downstairs. So it was like a lot of work to walk up and down the stairs. Um, We had to like buy coins to use this washer and dryer, right? So I was doing a lot, plus I was working. And, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of like, you know, I guess the adrenaline rush with like getting these things done and just feeling like, you know, you're a woman and you're in your own space and like, 
when I tell you, when that reality hit me, it hit me like a ton of bricks because, like I said, my husband also had his job and on his days off, I feel like he could have a very relaxing day and I did not have that. So I didn't want to be a maid just like doing everything and he just relaxing all the time, right? Because this is not like how it was a long time when guys were like, men were the breadwinner and women did most of the work at home because they didn't have actual jobs to go to like their jobs were seeing about the kids and seeing about the household things are different now like women work just as hard as men or sometimes even harder and sometimes make more money than men even so that reality hit me so quick that i could not possibly continue to operate like this and that i needed my husband's help right so i did have this conversation with him that you know like we needed to start to like share the burden or like you help me lighten this burden of all these like what feels like chores um that needs to be done because there's a lot of responsibility that comes with having your own place and so many times women would message me and they would say oh my god your husband he's so supportive um or they would say things like, I've never seen a husband and wife own a spa before. And I'm like, okay, this is like news to people that like, you know, a couple can accomplish something together. And I feel like it really shouldn't be that way, though. Why is it so not common for a husband and wife to do things together? When I got married... I would have been 19 because my birthday is March 5th and we got married March 25th. So I had just turned 19. And there was a lot of backlash from people that I met within like that first year of marriage who were like, what? Like you're you're 19 and you're married? Like, why did you get married so young? You know, like it was just weird. And, you know, I didn't really like, what am I going to say to you? Like I'm married because I want to be married and... There was just the backlash and the negativity that came with it all stemmed from the fact that when I was young, um, two, they feel like I'm wasting my life and I didn't get to live life yet. And, you know, these people who say these things, they always believe that me not experiencing life is basically me not partying and drinking and liming, which was never, ever my thing in the first place. So I absolutely have not missed out on any of that. So I, I just, I feel like I've heard it all, you know, and I'm wanted to be happy and married at that age and a lot of negativity came with it. And I feel like most of the people who brought that negativity are people who just weren't happy in their own marriage. And they also felt like, you know, you really need to accomplish everything that you could possibly accomplish in life before you could get married. And I really don't believe in that. And I'll tell you why. I think now more so than ever, after being married for quite a few years, I could see clearly why, or I could, I feel even more happy that I got married young because my husband and I were able to build a life together right when we met each other he didn't have any money I didn't come with him or marry him for his money 
and I didn't have any either. So we had to build and create this life together. And there's a certain level of like equality and respect that comes with that because we knew the struggles and the trials that we had to go through to make it. And we built this life together, which makes it even more special. Like we did not build two separate lives and then try to like merge our lives together. And I'm not saying that that's a problem, but I'm just saying that I believe that what we created is beautiful and it's not something that should be frowned upon, right? In today's society, there is truly a lot of controversy over what men should and they shouldn't do. For example, I have someone like really close in my family who was adamant that my husband should not change like my daughter's diaper because, you know, he's a guy and she's a girl. So, and there's a lot of people who feel that way, that like men shouldn't change their kids' diapers or they shouldn't wake up at night and like they just the, a bunch of dumb crap and when I hear wives complain that like you know their husbands are so not helpful and like the the workload is on them I'm like but honestly you brought this like on yourself and I'm saying that from experience because I almost did the same thing to myself like I did it for quite a few months until I had to literally like snap out of that bubble and be like hello I am not superwoman. Like, we don't always need to be superwoman and we don't need to prove that we could get everything done because we are more than capable of getting everything done. But balance is important. And I truly don't believe that I should be tiring and stressing myself out and looking like a hot mess and being exhausted while you relax and just live your best life, right? If you and I made this child together, you could change your diaper. You could get up at night and you could feed your child or like take care of your child, like see what the problem is. Like not all of the burden has to fall on the mother or the wife when it comes to those things. And I feel like very early in a relationship, when you make these mistakes, it sets the tone. It really sets the tone for what the, the relationship is going to turn into. Right. And I mean, at that point in time, when we moved in together, we had already been together for a few years, but it was now a new setting where we were literally living together. So setting boundaries and being like on a certain level of understanding, basically, is important. If you are a person who feels like your husband isn't very supportive or he isn't pulling his weight, communication communication is so important like if I didn't stop and like have that conversation with my husband I'd be like listen I really need your help I really need you to help me with these things right and there's some what is a trial for me or my relationship and my marriage is maybe a strong point for you and maybe what you're struggling with maybe a strong point for us and that doesn't mean to say that like what you're going through is not valid or anything um because I feel like over the years my husband and I we have like these same arguments to the point where we literally 
after being together for like what like 10 years now we literally like laugh at each other while we're arguing (laughs) it's the stupidest thing because i'm like what are you doing like like are you do you want to have an argument like i don't have the energy (laughs) to argue and we realize like we're arguing about the same thing which we already know the answer to we start laughing or worse yet my husband starts laughing first and then i get angry because he thinks that I'm not taking him. I think that he's not taking me seriously. Like my husband would literally, I would be like, okay, you need to cook more. Like I can't be doing all the cooking inside here. And he will literally be like, Brittany, so I don't cook. I don't cook in here. And he will literally bring up the time when he cooked for me a year ago. And I'm like, yeah, but that was a year ago. Like that's in the past. Like we have the craziest arguments, right? But he has his strong points and he has his weak points and I am the same way, right? And I say that because a lot of people see, you know, the outside picture and think like everything is perfect. I'm a person who really likes to eat. So if my husband could cook all sorts of fancy things for me, that would just be like the icing on the cake for me, right? <laughs> But the alternative is that he still feeds me and takes me out and we have nice dinners and we have a good time and whatever it may be, right? So balance is truly, truly important. My husband has like a lot on his plate. A lot of people don't know this, but they look at us and they think that oh my god so like your husband like left his job to like run the spa with you and i'm like no like he still has like a full-time job like duh right so he works on a shift and when he comes off of his shift he's there in the spa or he's there running errands and getting products and doing these things right so obviously if you're partner is invested like they also need to put that work in right and I'm not just talking about investing financially because my husband has invested financially in our business and that's great but there's a lot more work than that goes into running a business or building something important and meaningful than just money like People know when like your heart is in it, like there's so much time and effort that has to go into it. And you, if you feel like you need more from your significant other, then you need to talk about it. Like I've had multiple people message me and just say, oh my God, your husband is like so supportive. Like my husband would never do this. And I'm like, but why though? Guys, I feel like men, let me tell you. Men like to be praised on another level. Like, it's truly annoying. Like, my husband, I literally have to tell him, like, three times if I want him to know. Because then if you tell them, thanks for doing something, and they don't hear it, they will literally come back and be like, you know, you just appreciate the things I do for you. Like, what do you mean if I appreciate? I just tell you thanks. Like, they, they have selective hearing. So to be safe... You tell that man thanks three times and make sure that he hears it. Because if he washed those dishes and you don't tell him thanks, it come like you and see him wash the dishes. <laughs> so <laughs> they need that like they you, they need the gassing up. You just need to gas them up all the time and thank them all the time for everything that they do so that they know 
that you appreciate them and you appreciate the things that they do. I feel like if we give them a little leeway and a little opportunity to present themselves and do a little more, they'll do it. But ladies, you have to set that tone in your relationship, right? You're not just with these guys for their money and like what they could invest or potentially invest. You need to have someone who's there with you, like doing the work. And business is business, not because you're an esthetician or maybe you have a clothing store, maybe whatever you're doing, you feel like is lady oriented. No, he could still put in his two cents or 50 cents, 50 50, however you want to do it. He could be involved, right? It's just so sexist the way that people think about things that, you know, men do this, women do that, like. This is this is 2022, you guys, and you need to do what makes you happy. If you know that you're struggling and you need that extra help from your partner, that extra support, get it, get it. Put your foot down, have that conversation. Like, I, I'm tired of hearing people complain about things and then when you ask them, like, you know, okay, well, did you say something? You never open your mouth and say anything. So tell me what this man supposed to do. He's supposed to just guess that you have in this problem. You don't even know if he would be willing to help or present himself. You never had the conversation, first of all, right? Having that conversation is important. You guys can't have a successful marriage or relationship without effective communication, you need to bring your message across in a very calm way in which this person will understand. And then when they, you bring it across in a calm way and then they don't hear you, then you start to get on like a mad woman. That's just how we do it, right? That's, that's how it goes. You start calm and then each time when they don't hear you, you start to go on a little more crazy, maybe throwing a little few tears in there and then they'll start to take you serious. Over the years, I've really learned to just find that balance in my relationship. Like, not every single problem that I have, I'm going to go to my husband and be like, babe, you know, so-and-so is the case. Or have a whole big, like, make everything an issue. Because my husband loves to say that I'm fussy. And I don't want him to have to say that I'm fussy. Right? But it's about finding balance because you want to communicate effectively. But at the same time, you do not want to come across like, you are nitpicking and making everything an actual issue because then you're going to feel your partner is going to feel belittled or like my husband like to say, so I just do anything inside here or I just, so I don't like, you don't want your partner to feel like they're not doing anything for you. So, and you also don't want that you don't communicate enough and then whatever feelings you have is just brewing and brewing inside of you until one day you just burst and you lash out right because that's just let's be real that's not healthy that's a really unhealthy approach so you need to find that balance between however you and your partner you usually communicate and if find that sweet spot between like talking about things but not talking about every little thing to the point that it's just overbearing because it's important you know but i just want to stress on the importance of like leveling with your partner you can't truly be successful with your partner whether it's in 
business or whatever you have going on, whether how small or how big it may be, if you lean on, if you have someone that you could lean on and they should be able to lean on you too. Like if you are doubting yourself, your partner is supposed to be the one there to lift you up and encourage you and say, no, like you could do this, like stop doubting yourself. And I do that for my husband and he does that for me. And I don't see why I shouldn't show the world that and like make my husband a part of my business and put his face out there because he's there with me and he does the work. And if you have a partner that does that, you should make them feel important and appreciated. And that's really important, you guys. You need to level with your partners and then you can actually level up in your business or your work or whatever it is you are trying to do. Get a partner that supports your dreams and you support their dreams as well. You both need to be able to feed off of each other and each other's energy. That's like super, super important. This is the person that you are planning to be with for the rest of your life. And if you're not planning to be with them for the rest of your life, then you're wasting time, you guys. Come on, get serious. And that's it for this episode. Take care until next time. 